Well, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I guess the new newest development in our podcast world is that we're trying to get people to listen to it. So we we've, we've submitted the podcast to iTunes, so you can actually search. Actually, the only search uh, criteria I found that work are Gobeski. We're the first uh, search result for Gobeski, and we're the second search result for Wallace Report after the 60 Minutes podcast. Wait, wait a minute. Are there other results for Gobeski? What was it was trying. I, I don't know some music, French music I'd never heard of. <laughs> so that's just one step in trying to get our podcast to become popular. We also need to uh, put in the right keywords, uh, keywords and phrases, so when people search, they'll come up with our podcast. But we can't just put any old words we want. The content actually has to correspond to that. So what I was thinking we would do today is um, discuss some popular topics with the, with the people out there. The first one uh, we should talk about is a great, fantastic book series, and uh, they're making motion pictures out of them now. Something called Twilight. Are you familiar with Twilight, Adam? Not based on that description. <laughs> well, it's about vampires and werewolves, so you can't really go wrong zombies? with that, right? Huh? With zombies. It doesn't, as far as I know, it doesn't have zombies. I mean, how much undead do you need? Well, I figure you would just go for the trifecta. I don't, I don't know how you make a zombie, like, sexy and brooding, though. Well, like, brooding's easy, man. Okay, sure, but you got all the decaying flesh falling off, and you can't have a human girl falling. I mean, I guess the idea is this human girl is falling in love with all these aberrations of nature. I don't know how you could make her fall in love with a zombie. Do they have some sort of, like, special zombie power to make women fall in love with them? I've never heard of anything like that. Well, I guess, why do the zombies need to be romantic interests? Can't they be, you know, just the background villain instead of other sparkly vampires? <laughs> Well, I guess, but uh, how does that fit into the, the high school teenage romance, though? I mean, that's the that's what everyone loves about it. Uh, well, the zombies are like the chaperones, or the man trying to keep them apart. <laughs> so they would be together if not for the zombies. Maybe they're like the bullies at school? Or no, they, maybe they make like fun the, of our clothes or something. No, they're like the... the Kind of like the government, like they make the laws that say human-vampire relationships are unnatural or whatever. <laughs> I'm really only going based on what people have told me and what I dimly remember from the first movie. So yes, let's not let's not give people the wrong impression that we actually know anything about this. That would be embarrassing. I um, I do know what the books are called. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read the books. I did see the second movie though. Did not see the first movie. So between you and me, we have half of this thing down. All right. Well, that's well, that should be good enough. I mean, that's not the point. The point is not to be comprehensive. It's not to be even competent about what we're talking about. It just has to be in the podcast, and that way, that that's our key word right there. Now we can put in Twilight. It's done. Hold on. I've I've got more on this though. Okay. All right. So Twilight's big right now. It's hot. Yes. And uh, uh, there was a little movie that came out back in December called Avatar that also did reasonably well. And what's this you're talking about, Avatar? Yeah, uh, the movie that turns out to not be based on the anime. Because M. Night Shyamalan's coming out with a movie that 
is based on the anime, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, and they don't... I've seen that. I was totally confused on which one was which. Well, I think they've taken the the Avatar out of the title now. (laughs) Right, they they have, but I think there was a moment when they hadn't, and that was the moment at which I was paying attention vaguely. (laughs) I I had no idea that that's what that was called. I just saw the, the preview for the movie, so... So what is this movie Avatar you're talking about? I'm not not familiar with it at all. Basically, eight foot tall blue people are the good guys, and humanity is evil. So this is this is kind of like the Smurfs then, except they're big instead of small. Anyway, so, so if, if there had to be a Gargamel sort of character in here, who would it be? Uh, that would be Colonel. Scarface, who's... I don't really remember any names besides <laughs> Jake and Sully. Or maybe Sully was Jake? Maybe it was Jake Sully? Anyway, um, we're we're straying from my main point here. Which was? Twilight Avatar. Oh, yeah, so now we've got, we've got both of those things in there. Um, yeah, but no, let's combine them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, obviously you could have those blue people going to the high school, and... Well, it'd be pretty easy for people to fall in love with them. They're pretty, uh, pretty attractive looking for uh, CGI creatures. I think I think it would work. They're really tied to nature, and I think the main character girl would uh, would really dig that. I mean, she's already into werewolves, so. I thought she was into vampires. Oh, she's into vampires, but in the second one, she gets into werewolves too because the vampire leaves. Why does the, the vampire leave? Spoiler alert, I, I guess. But I, I don't know. I, he can't deal with the pressures of high school. Isn't he like 400 years old? Yeah, but, you know, high school kind of brings that out in people. I don't think it's the age. I think it's actually being in high school. Okay. So is the third book like a freaky threesome? I mean, what's going on there? Like, I can only hope, but I think I would have heard <laughs> about that. Except isn't the author Mormon, so that will never, ever happen. Yeah, probably, but... I mean, when they did that in, like, the fourth Harry Potter book with the threesome, I think they lost a lot of a lot of families reading the book, so... That wasn't Harry Potter. That was Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Who was in the threesome in that? It's like uh, Gimli and Legolas, right? And, um... It was, it was Legolas, Galadriel, and, uh, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no Frodo, though? You wouldn't think that Sam would do that without Frodo, but... Didn't Frodo get on the boat at the end? Boat at the end? Yeah, doesn't he go off with Bilbo? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, the fourth book, the one after Return of the King. Oh, yeah. Return to Return of the King? Was that what it was called? Don't try and uh, cover your ignorance. (laughs) So what was it called then? Uh, It was called After the Fall. Hmm. The fall of the third age, I'm assuming. Uh, or the dawn of the third age. So it has, uh, has threesomes? What else does it have to offer? Well, I mean, that's enough for me. You kind of get bored of the characters by the end of the third the third one, so just put them in a bedroom together. Well, now we've got Lord of the Rings in there, too. It's three, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I understand that. Three amazing, uh, amazing franchises that now that we're associated with. Together. Yeah.
Another thing we could talk about would be sports. How about, um, I think that's good enough. Now we've talked about sports. I've mentioned. Just mentioning sports is sufficient. Well, now it's a keyword sports. We discussed how we weren't going to discuss sports. Okay. Oh, the Olympics make me want to go curling. I was only that one time. Remember, I my team was fourth, took fourth place in our division at the national collegiate curling championship, or whatever it's officially <laughs> called. How many teams He's did you beat? At. That's on my resume. <laughs> How many teams did you beat? Uh, two or three. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. Well, we got a guy named Brad as our skip, and he like had played before and suddenly made us like significantly better. Oh. <laughs> so your team did have some experience between between a lot of you. If only yes. with that one person. Hmm. So what else what else do people want to hear about? They want to hear about they want relationship advice. I say okay. marry her. What do you say? Do you disagree? Yeah. Whatever your complaint is, your your love complaint, just marry her and get it over with. Or if you're already in a if you're already in a committed married relationship, then uh, divorce. I think that will solve your problem. You're a horrible person. No, we're not here to argue that. <laughs> so um, let's right, let's well, make yeah. up someone. We'll make up someone. Uh, well, no, here, here, just just for this podcast, special once in a lifetime opportunity, we will bring back Doctor G gives you bad advice. So we have a, a loyal, loyal listener who wrote in and uh, wants some advice from Dr. G. And uh, she says, I've been, working, uh, I've been working in my office for uh, three years, and uh, the guy with the desk next to me is extremely hot. We get along well. But I'm, and I think he's interested in me, but I'm worried about starting an inner office relationship. What's your advice? Should we just stay friends or should I go for it? Okay, so here's what you do. See, first of all, you need to get something to show that you are interested in him in some way, shape, or form. Now, I've heard that dead woodchucks can be good for that. Maybe a card, but just sort of test the waters, and then if you see if he's at all interested, then what you do is you burn down the office. That way, there's no longer any problems with an inter-office relationship because there's no longer an office. But the key thing here is you have to pin it on something else, the arson. I mean, if they get you, then you're going to be in jail, and he's probably not going to come visit you. So, see if he's interested then burn down the office. So another listener has written in from Gary, Indiana, and he writes, Dear Dr. G, I love your show. Um, I've been married for 13 years um, to my wonderful wife, Susie, and we have two beautiful children. Uh, I really don't have very many complaints about our relationship, but uh, with any relationship that's been going on for as long as ours has, things can get kind of boring. How would you suggest uh, adding some spice our marriage? Well, first of all, you sound very defensive with your claims of wonderful this and wonderful that. 
I know from experience that children are not wonderful at all. They are holy terrors. I think you may be trying to cover something up, but I understand that's not your question. That's not the point. What can we do to add spice? Well, that's very simple. If you go to the local grocery store, you get paprika, you get allspice, and you get cayenne pepper. Sprinkle a little of all that down in the fun zones, and you will have the spices that you are looking for. Just make sure that you wash afterwards. Oh, and mustard. Mustard is good too. Not the seeds, the actual mustard. Not that honey Dijon stuff. That's that's, that's an over. Grey Poupon is, is sufficient, but they're not honey. That's some sound advice there, Dr. G. Uh, and we have one more, one more letter. Um, this one comes from uh, New York State Penitentiary. It says, uh, Dear Dr. G, um, long-time listener, first-time writer. I'm doing about 15 years for arson, which I did not commit. What's some advice you have uh, for the trial? That's not really relationship advice, but um, that we only had three people write in this week. So, so what do you think? As first of all, I don't understand how you were in jail for 15 years if you haven't had the trial yet. But I think what you're getting at is that uh, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And this is unfortunate. What you do is you get someone who's coming to visit you and have them smuggle in some sort out of incendiary device. This is that's a firecracker or inches or an M80, what, whatever you think will work. Then, what you do is you start this in your own bed. This is the key part. If it's in your own bed, then you are clearly innocent. Because no one starts fires in their own bed, that's stupid. They will obviously must have to acquit you, because why, why would you start fires in your own bed, and therefore you would not ever do arson whatsoever. This, this is my understanding of your USA legal system, as that leads. So, I hope that helps. Thank you, Dr. G. I forgot so much of your advice relied on uh, arson. Yeah, lots of people forget that. <laughs> But it's very key to the relationship, the healthier relationship, is you must get the fire burning outside the heart as well as inside. I think we got some relationship advice in there too. Um, another thing that people love is the TV show Lost. What do you think of Lost, Adam? Um, well, it's Lost is by J.J. Abrams, who already has cred points in my book for having directed the new Star Trek movie, which you can now add to your tags. Sweet. So I've never, I, I honestly, I've never actually watched Lost. I, I hear jokes about Lost, but I literally have no idea what it's about beyond the plane crash that I'm assuming went by the wayside like yeah, 20 see, minutes after the first episode. Now you're in the same you're in the same boat as anyone who's been watching that show for six seasons. <laughs> like beyond the plane crash, it's not clear what's going on. There's like a 
monster out in the woods and there's like some sort of other colony and there are all these hatches and like time they can travel backwards in time but there's also secret numbers that cause cause everyone to get trapped on the island or like i guess they're all fated to land okay, you're there you're up aren't you actually no none of this <laughs> i've made up at all this is all the first season wow <laughs> Also, I heard there was some button somewhere that they had to keep pushing because they didn't know what would happen if they stopped pressing the button. Well, presumably, if they weren't pressing the button to start with, then nothing happened? I don't understand well, that. I think maybe they pressed the button, and then it was like a countdown started, but they noticed the countdown maybe started up again when they pressed the button. So they were worried okay. that maybe they did something wrong. Clearly, you and I have no idea about this. <laughs> I might have been making that part up. I mean, we're, pro- we're probably just frustrating people that actually watch the show right now. They're like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> As episode five in season four clearly showed, the hatches are blah, 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 blah. <laughs> hatches are secret government facility, which I think that's actually true. Some secret government facility based with time travel and I don't know. People coming back to life that were dead. Anyway, I'm glad we could discuss that <laughs> in a thoughtful and useful manner. Here's, here's the thing, though. Right now we're being awfully uh, Amerocentric. Is okay. that a word? Sure. All right, we, we, need to, we need to get a little uh, cross the pond hits. Oh, I see, because obviously, yeah, we're going to be picked up all over the world. So, right. um, what's, uh, what's going on in the UK? Uh, well, I understand they have this show that is a spinoff of another show called Doctor Who. Yes. And the spinoff's called Torchwood. Oh, yeah. I, I would assume that'd be an amazing show, I mean, since it's based on Doctor Who, I mean. It's not. It's actually terrible. Oh, yeah? With the exception of the miniseries they just aired was actually pretty good. Um, they basically should not let Chris Chibnall near television shows. Is my <laughs> and there are like five people listening to this laughing right now in the United Kingdom. But <laughs> That's a start. But, but apparently, just to bring that back full circle, apparently they want to make an American version of Torchwood. Really? Wait, yeah, so Torchwood it's a spinoff of Doctor Who. So it's just like a literal spinoff, or just by the same people? It's a literal spinoff. Oh. Like, they occasionally, like, have crossovers. Really? Yeah. It's that popular? I think it actually is decently popular, yeah. Hmm. So, real quick, Doctor Who is a show about a guy that travels through time and space and fights monsters and aliens. Torchwood is a show about a group of people located in England who fight monsters and aliens in 21st century England. It's... And then they cover it up. It's kind of like a reverse X-Files, almost. Oh, they're rather than uncovering the truth, they are recovering yeah, the truth. They, they fight the weird stuff and try not to let, get the public freaked out. Oh, but, sounds so they good, wanna, but... They want to make an American version of this show. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I already saw that show, but when I saw it, it was called Fringe. Yeah, when Fringe, is the, I haven't seen that. They try and cover things up, or... Are they trying to no, figure not, things out? Well, I mean, they're just, they're like a branch of the FBI investigating weird happenings. 
Also by the people who did Lost. I think we're slowly transitioning into talking to thing, talking about things that we do know about. I think that's where the rest of this podcast should go. <laughs> because uh, I was going to mention that I finally saw Firefly. I think I told you that. The entire series. And then Serenity again. I didn't like Serenity as much <laughs> after seeing the show. Why? Why is that? Well, they don't have... Like, as a movie, it's kind of didn't seem to work as well. Like, there's just so many characters, and it's hard to give them any time. It's a lot more action-oriented. It's like, it seems like maybe Joss Whedon was, like, really excited because now he's got a huge budget to do all this stuff, and he does, but you kind of lose a lot of the character, which is what was really cool about the series, I thought. I mean, it's in there. Well, it's mean, in there. A lot of it's still in there, but, I mean, how are you going to give it, 11 it, characters it all playtime? to, like, actually give some sort of closure to the series that it which I, I like that. They get. Yeah, I like the whole um, Reaver part of the story. It was good to kind of close that off. And then Wash had to... Like, he doesn't say any... He, like, says one or two funny things in the entire movie. Like, he did. Why don't we give him more time? Especially if they're going to him. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that afterward, right? That still counts. Uh, only if you say retroactive spoiler alert. <laughs> Retroactive spoiler alert. There you Yay! Go. Now I'm covered for every spoiler I've ever done up to this <laughs> point. And then, yeah, the numbers guy was in there in that movie. And he just had a really bizarre part. Who's the guy from Numbers? He plays like a really smart math guy. Which doesn't make sense, by the way. Like the video guy? Yeah, the, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the video guy who uh, gets all of the signals from everywhere. Right. But the show Numbers doesn't make any sense at all. Math doesn't solve problems. I know this firsthand. Especially police problems. What you need to do is get out on the street and do your, do your legwork. That's how real cases are solved. Yeah, I'm sure that'd be must-see TV. <laughs> it does have uh, Judd Hirsch in it. That's that's the draw. Is it? Is it really? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like they should keep his name out of the opening credits. It's like Judd Hirsch. Oh. Change a channel. Judd Hirsch and it isn't Taxi. Why? Why do I care? Taxi with Queen Latifah. Was it bad that I I started to watch that movie and I thought it was a remake of the TV series? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Danny DeVito, he's gotten a lot taller and uh, he's a little bit more African American than he was before. I know. And, also uh, a woman and and Andy Kaufman's become a lot less funny and starts laughing at his jokes a lot more. Isn't Tony Danza in that too? Maybe uh, I'm making that and, up completely. Uh, Ted Danson in it. You know what? This is definitely not going to help our ratings. I don't think anyone <laughs> has ever looked for a taxi-related podcast. You never know.
I think uh, maybe we can close it off by uh, trying to figure out what the title of the podcast should be. It doesn't have to be something that we've talked about so far. It just has to be something that people want to know about. Okay. So it should probably be something uh, that's a pun on something sexual. Okay. Maybe something political thrown in. Maybe. Oh, so it could be like a... Make it sound like right-wing or left-wing pundit sort of talking head program, you know? Like maybe a Rush Limbaugh. Let's not get crazy here. Well, people would, people would download it and listen to it. We don't care why they downloaded it. We just care that they listen to it and they get hooked. All right, so something like the Rush Limbaugh sex effect? <laughs> or, or like the Bill O'Reilly sex effect. Either or, one, I think. How about, how, about, how about the Bill O'Reilly Keith Olbermann sex effect? <laughs> That's a winner right there. George is done! <laughs> and uh, I will make the, the summary say something to that effect. Special guests Bill O'Reilly and Keith Olbermann do not appear. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. G does. (laughs) So Dr. G fills in. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, then this is uh, is Adam Gobeski signing off for this edition of the Gobeski-Wallace Report podcast. And I'm Charlie Wallace. It's the the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast, which I love because it implies that there is a report that accompanies the podcast, which is not true. Not yet, anyway. There, that was the report. report. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This this is Charlie, signing off. Music for the Gobeski Wallace Report was once again graciously provided by Flippity Flop Doodoo Man. You can check them out at www.myspace.com ffddm. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments about our program, please email us at charlierwallace at gmail.com. Who knows, you might be featured in an episode if you do. Okay. All right. See, because like a report, like a gunshot. Oh, no, I I didn't get that at all. (laughs) Oh.